The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The toll that gun violence takes on local communities goes beyond the recent shootings in Charlottesville and Chesapeake. Randy B. Hagee with partner station WMRA looks at some of the root causes of gun violence and potential solutions. According to Tammy Castle, many of the known drivers of violent crime and gun violence in particular were exacerbated by the pandemic. Castle is the director of the Mahatma Gandhi Center for Global Nonviolence at James Madison University, where she also teaches criminology. Bear in mind that she teaches a whole course on criminology. She couldn't pass on all of that theory in a single interview, and I certainly can't pass it on in a single news story. But for us laymen, criminologists have identified both macro-level contributors to violent crime rates, sort of a constellation of inequities, things like chronic disadvantage, racial and social isolation, residential instability, population density, and social disorganization. And micro-level or individual contributors. The inability to achieve material success, the presence of negative stimuli in someone's life, illness and death, the removal of positive stimuli, employment, These lead to crime and alcohol and drug use as responses to these strains. When it comes to gun violence, another factor is, of course, the availability of guns. Researching that, though, can quickly become a politicized issue. We know that gun violence is more prevalent in states with elevated levels of gun ownership and gun availability. We find that right-to-carry laws are associated with increased violent crime. If you're carrying a gun and you have an altercation or experience or threat to your masculinity, a gun becomes a resource to reestablish yourself as a dominant figure. Part of our post-pandemic landscape as a country is an increase in gun ownership. So what can mitigate gun violence at the community level? Multifaceted violence prevention programs in schools are effective, and they target everything like, you know, empowering youth, learning resilience, social-emotional learning, and they also provide family-based counseling. Violence prevention curricula must be combined with community-based programs that increase community cohesion, but also address systemic reforms in alleviating poverty, for example, also systemic reforms in gun access, and systemic reforms in criminal justice. Some people are already doing this work, One of them is Nick Fagans, a Charlottesville native who works in a local middle school through the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Virginia. In 2020, he helped found the organization Peace in the Streets, which uses a conflict resolution team to try and reduce gun violence. Before the police get involved, give us a call, and eight times out of ten, we know the individual. We'll try to reach out to the people that's having the altercation, at least one side, speak with them try to get them to separate from the other person. If it's an ongoing situation right then and there, usually at the end of the day, we leave, they conversate, they either handshake or just realize that the problem wasn't that big. 
He said that when they were fully funded, they had six people on the conflict resolution team, but that funding ran out earlier this year, so they haven't been able to get out as much lately. Besides the monetary investment needed for programs such as Peace in the Streets, Fagan said social media can be a major obstacle to reducing violence. When we were coming up, if you had a problem with someone, when you seen them at school, you fought, and that was it. So now when you have a problem, you leave school, you're on Snapchat with your friends, and then you got this image to uphold. Fagans, Tammy Castle, and others trying to reduce violence in our communities are facing ever-increasing challenges that we all must help to meet. That was Randy B. Hagee reporting. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.